Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm here with my co-host Ramya. Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing today? How are you doing? All is well. All is well. How are you? I'm okay. It's getting closer to Halloween season. Do anything special this weekend? No, just kind of hung out this weekend. Embraced the coldness. The coldness that's uh, upon us right now. Yeah, it's getting really cold outside. It's like 60 and windy and cool, and the leaves are starting to change in fall. I love it. Mm-hmm. I do I'm love just it. Just pain and I keep filled up. <laughs> <laughs> keep prolonging it. Just bundle up. That's exactly. Doing <laughs> a goddamn fucking winter jacket and sitting here watching movies all day. <laughs> but besides that, doing anything festive for like gearing up for Halloween, like. More decorations, pumpkin beer, pumpkins, anything. Of course, I'm on my pumpkin beer kick. That's that's a given. That's gonna keep continuing until Halloween, <laughs> until they take away that pumpkin beer. That's about no. it, though. I mean, nothing, you know, nothing really too festive going on. Watching a lot of Halloween movies and you know just hanging out. That's good. That's good. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Real horror. How many people are supposed to be doing that? I still got the two pumpkin beers you sent me, and I'm waiting for October 30th and 31st to have one each on those days. <laughs> I don't even know what. Nice sip. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what pumpkin beer tastes like. I don't remember the last time I even had a pumpkin beer, so I'm gonna enjoy it and save it for all Halloween and Halloween night. I cannot wait for that. Yep. So. Today we're going to talk about Haunt, which is a nice Halloween movie about the plot basically on Halloween night, a group of friends, it's always a group of friends, it's my favorite thing. A group of friends goes to an extreme haunt, and the night turns from fun to deadly, realizing that the haunt isn't as fun as they think it was going to be. So, to start off now, what did you think about, I'm gonna start off, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna start off something different. I'm gonna start off, what do you think about, how did you like the plot of this movie and how it's been set up? <laughs> Little curveball. <laughs> so, I like the plot of this movie. Um, it, you know, it, it's, it, it reminds me a lot of like Hellfest and Bloodfest and and then it with like a saw movie type feel that's that's kind of the vibe i got from from it that's a good way to explain it huh i said that's a good way to explain it It is like a saw hellfest bloodfest type of feel yeah just a little bit all mixed up in one i mean i i really in those kinds of movies i've really enjoyed like the plots of it and it's not like it's anything crazy or different it's just i like it i I like that type especially with the the off the beaten path type haunted attractions Mm -hmm. like you 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 know something's about to go wrong (laughs) i I enjoyed it i loved the plot of it especially how they went to their haunt they they're just, they're just like basically was driving down a road and just the haunt just lit up out of nowhere and they're just like, oh look, a haunt, that's where it's at. Let's go check it out. Yeah. 
Somebody like me seeing shit like that, I'm not going to that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. If it like buildings like at least like 20, 20 feet away from it and it's just in the middle of nowhere, that's, that don't sound right to me. I think we've seen enough horror movies to know that you just don't do this. These people that go out like looking for these random pop-up haunted attractions. I know. Uh-uh. Exactly. <laughs> listen with that. I just don't get but that's the beauty of horror movies because you got the same stupid people doing the same stupid thing over and over. Mm-hmm. See, there's people I know that's like, oh, it's the same old thing, or oh, a bunch of friends, the jock, the goth chick, the popular girl, this and that. They get killed off one by one. And I understand some people like different in variety, but I love that. I could watch those same type of movies over and over and over all day. That's just me. I love those type of movies. Yeah, I've definitely grown very fond of these type of movies, too. I mean, you like to see a lot of stupid, you know, teenagers or, or young adults get killed one by one in gruesome ways. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. But to start off with this movie, like I said, the plot, basic, you know, you got a group of friends going to a haunt in the middle of nowhere, and they found it fun at first, and then... 15 minutes, 20 minutes in, they didn't find it funny anymore. <laughs> and start yeah, off with them quick. <laughs> very quick. And this is what I liked about the movie. Like, it wasn't really no character buildup to that point. It's like, see, like these movies don't really have a good character buildup, but you get enough to know what's going on in the beginning. Like, when they like set it up, like, you know, how in this movie they, they went to a Halloween party, they were dressed up, and they told like their drama real quick before they went to the haunt. So they like just spew it real quick. So you know what's going on and who's who and who's with who and just yeah. a real quick intro. It's not like, you know, like a good driller or something with good character building, you know, and storyline. Yeah. But, you know, for horror, it is what it is. And I kind of like it sometimes because I don't like slow certain setting. I could get it, you know. Like, and starting off with the, the cast real quick, you have Katie Stevens, which is, she plays Harper, the main girl, I call her, mm-hmm. with the alcoholic boyfriend. And she um actually, she did a few movies that I watched and that she was decent in, actually. She played, she played Avery in um, what you call it, the pa- Polaroid. You ever seen that movie, Polaroid? No, I don't think I have, no. I did see she was in that, though. It's playing on Netflix now. Been playing for a while. You should watch it. I've seen it in theaters. It's actually pretty good. At least definitely a one-time watch. Like the haunted camera. You take a picture of your friends and they die. Oh. Okay, I may have seen that. I may have seen that. Possibly. That's a decent movie. I mean, you should watch that one day. Okay. And, you know, so she played like Avery in that movie. But like I said, she's Harper in and like I said, she had an alcoholic boyfriend. In this movie, she plays shy and nervous because her boyfriend makes her like, I guess got her like scared and stuff like that. Then she actually came out of her shell inside the haunt and she became like more of a heroine, which I like how they broke her. You know, she was like quiet and shy and then towards near the middle half of the the end of the movie, she came into her own. And then you have- Exactly. And then you have Will Britton. He plays Nathan. He plays the good guy. You know, the guy that he had uh, 
the baseball uniform outfit, mm-hmm. Halloween costume. He actually played in in Kong Skull Island, which I love that movie. Oh, was he really? Yeah, and then I didn't realize, I don't remember him in that, and I looked it up and went through a clip, and I was like, oh, wow, that is him. And yeah, he had a decent role in there. And then he played in this movie, Blackout, and that was a decent movie too. It was about, you know, inside a building and the whole building goes blackout and a lot of crap goes wrong. Mm-hmm. So they were two good movies he was actually in. And then we have Lauren, Elisa McLean. She played Bailey, Harper's best friend. She didn't really do that much work. She was just in The Descendants, which is on Nickelodeon, which I watch, so I know this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and she played in one other movie too, to Step It Up, you know, those, those dance movies. There's like one of the like the twentieth, the twenty millionth one. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was no kidding. One, but, yeah, it was like step it up, seven hundred and fifty-two. Crack. <laughs> yeah, it's it kind of like, like the Halloween movies. There's just so many. Things. You're like, what in the world? Exactly. You know, like it's called step it up one, step it up two, step it up three. This one so far is called step it up high water. <laughs> stepping up in high water. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's Andrew Lewis, Evan. He was the loud mouth. He's from you know a lot of Nickelodeon show called one. He was in one of my favorite Bizarre Bar. Don't judge me, <laughs> Victorious. Don't judge me. And he was in actually this one um, college drunk movie which I like too with some people from Nickelodeon. The guy from um, Drake and Josh. Um, what's his name? Drake Bell. He did a movie with him called College, which was fun. I watched that like three or four times. But he was like the loud mouth, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The loud mouth guy. Kind of annoying. You can't wait for him to die. But he was actually, he was actually brave in the movie because he would have did some stuff I wouldn't have did. I would have been in the corner crying with the chicks. <laughs> I ain't even lying. I don't even want to go to the dentist. You don't be doing what they did. <laughs> That's funny. And then you have Shazi Raja, who played Angela. And she didn't really did a lot. She just had like a movie she did called Salvation in Code, if you look her up, if you like her. And then anything you want to see that, those are the two like main movies she did. And then you have Shira Helford, who played Mallory, the blonde. And she was just in something called The Middle and edited. And, you know, she. She was in the movie, but you know, she basically did the blonde way out kind of quickly when it got to the point. Not, I'm not going to make no spoilers in this one. <laughs> but about the cast, the cast was fun. It wasn't too bad compared to a lot of these other horror movies, you know? So, yeah, you know, I, like no, the I enjoyed them. I thought they all did very well. Yeah, they, they acted well. And I actually loved the movie, you know, it was dark from the beginning, you know. The beginning mm-hmm. to end it was dark, airy, and I just loved it. Yeah. And but one of the annoying friend Evans, his annoyingness kind of bothered me to some point because he was just so so annoying to me. Maybe not to a lot of other people, but to me it was just so annoying and I just couldn't wait for him to die. But you know, oh, did actually, you say Evan? Yeah, Evan. Oh, yeah, I'm 100% with you. But then, even though he was, like, kind of an annoying dickhead, 
he was still like kind of the brave brass one that wanted to get out of there and took the lead actually and I, I was surprised with that yeah with the females Mallory Bailey Harper they were like scared in the beginning and everything and Bailey and Mallory was scared basically through the whole movie but like I said before Harper she came into her own during like the middle half of the movie and stood up to be the heroine like and I like how they did that with her because she was just leading the beginning showed her super quiet shy and like like I said her boyfriend was like a kind of an alcoholic and she was like timid and scared of whatever anything he was going to do or whatever yeah I really enjoyed how they kind of gave they well they told her backstory yeah in like flashbacks throughout the whole movie so it wasn't like overbearing but like you got her whole story and like you said watching her come into her own uh-huh. was it, it was a really awesome thing to watch unfold yes it was and I, I paid attention to that too and I know it was a good movie because I got a really short attention span for anybody else that's like me and it kept me interested and this is like my fourth time watching the movie and it was very good Mm-hmm. And like I said, the atmosphere was amazing. I loved the dark, creepy vibe. And like, it was just, they did a lot of good smoke and mirrors type of thing. Like, it was never daylight events from street nighttime, from them meeting at the house to go into a Halloween party to go into the haunt. And when they got to the haunt, like I said, the traps were good. Like, they had some like different things. Like, you know, you put your arm in something and something happens. And they made up like shows, like, smoke appears after they do something to somebody and don't let you really see what happened but you just have to assume to a point you know what parts mm-hmm. i'm talking about right oh yeah the smoke parts Did, and, go ahead so a completely like with the whole atmosphere like you said they nailed it but what i love about all the things that you're mentioning like within the haunted attraction mm-hmm. is there like so basic they are like the most basic little things within the haunted house but it makes it so perfect mm-hmm. it does, I, I think agree. with you know with everything you've mentioned in the atmosphere that was one thing i think like not not complete it didn't really make it so much different but with a lot of these movies like any horror movie, not not just slasher or anything specific. With a lot of them, I feel like they really rely on jump scares to get them through. Yeah. And I didn't feel like that with this movie. I think because they had such a, a creepy atmosphere and like rolling into the fact that some of these things like had claustrophobia like (laughs) written all over it and that's terrifying to a lot of people too yes like especially when it was crawling through the vent and they had to trap doors and stuff like that yeah and the way that they you know like when they would see somebody like pass through like those tunnels but like just see them enough to know that something's there but not fully see it oh yeah wasn't that when um what's her name what's the main girl's name again always mallory oh um harper Harper. yeah when she was going through the tunnel and then she looks to the side and 
the guy with the cloak just barely walks by and she sees it and is like, what the fuck was that? But then, they, then you know, that's what you're talking about. I love that part. Yeah. So, I mean, that that to me is such a good thing to not have to rely on jump scares. Trust me, like, we love jump scares. Like, when it happens and you actually get scared, it's great. But to have a, a movie that pulls you through with the atmosphere and just the overall, like, creepiness... Like the intra- the attraction, like that that shit's terrifying, <laughs> you know. And I think they really nailed it. Everything about it, I think, I think it was really well done. Yeah, like like you said, like just to go into the attraction in real life is is nerve tingling, and then just to have something you know, like some shit really hit the fan in real life, and mm-hmm. stuff coming from a regular haunt to like murder haunt yeah it's spine chilling because that actually happened in real life like in la they had a couple of haunts like three years ago that some the one of the workers were actually really stabbing people that's insane just think about it you got these I'm people that like that. you like got people that like horror some of these people that like horror are demented because that's why they like horror you know what i'm saying yeah and they actually work at these haunts, so you don't know if you have somebody unstable, like school shootings and stuff like that. That's going there one day. It's like you know, I'm just gonna kill a bunch of people in the hall. thing. I love all so much. Blah 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 blah. Things happen like that, you know. Yeah. And they had three cases like that three years ago in in, in different haunts in L.A. and Texas and somewhere else. That there's like the people, somebody that was working for the haunt was just actually killing people walking through the haunt. It's crazy. That is crazy. So that makes it even more scarier if you go into a haunt, people. And you know what, that's, this is another thing too, like going back to everything that made this movie for me, like stand out, uh-huh. the, the kills alone, they, they weren't as gory as you see in like other movies and like bloody, but they were like realistic. Yeah. There was one kill that you like, you even cringed on. I forgot what, which one it was. I think there, yeah, there was definitely a couple that were super cringeworthy. Um, but when you have something that's so realistic, like, you know, some of the, some of the kills you see are like, okay, you know, like, let's go back to the terrifier and how he splits the body. You know, that's a little far-fetched. Yeah. But, uh, as much as we love it. But when you come to a movie like this and it has like such realistic type kills, it's like, shit, like this whole situation is probably happening right now somewhere. (laughs) Because there's a difference between, you know, Terrifier is just like a B-horror that's not most likely going to happen that way. But if you go to a haunt and stuff did happen in real life haunts and they made it more realistic, like how things could happen, things could really happen. You get a bunch of like, you know, four or five people that's doing a haunt and they're sadistic and want to do something like that, shit like that could really hit the fan. Yeah. So, I mean, even you just mentioning all of that in Los Angeles and tying together with the, with this movie, like, that's what made me think of it. Like, it, it's so realistic. And for the fact that that actually occurred, like, it's just terrifying. <laughs> like, why, why people want to do this? Because <laughs> there's a lot of crazy people out there. That's true. <laughs> and besides the tra- um the traps and the stuff, 
like I like some of the kills. They were very, some of them were like you said, very well done. Especially the one. This is the one I think you cringed on. The one, especially, I'm not gonna give it away to that point, but the one with the pitchfork. Ooh. That was the one. That was like, <laughs> one, the one was like, oh shit. <laughs> Never look at the pitchfork the same way again. <laughs> that was the kill of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> And the killer, you know, the killers, I like, like, I love how, like, the mask was. I like how they did the mask and the costumes. And I like even the fact that under that mask, it's like they had masks, what they did to their own actual face, you know? Yes. They, like, yes. made themselves monsters for real. Oh, definitely. They didn't even need the mask, but they had masks over their basically face mask. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. They, they, they played those roles so well, too, though. Exactly. They were very sadistic and creepy. Mm-hmm. And, like, and out of all of those crazy, you know, people that ran the haunt that was killers, they basically had just one guy that was just normal. And he was like, I don't really know what's going on. I didn't know he was killing people. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> He's like, they just hired me. I didn't know they were going to be killing people. This shit is crazy. <laughs> That was good. That was definitely good. <laughs> but besides that, it was just an awesome movie. I loved it. It was, like I said, my fourth time watching it, and I'm definitely going to make it part of every year Halloween mm-hmm. movie. I don't get tired of watching that. And just to come to it, like a lot of people give Eli Roth shit, but he did good with this movie. And I, I love that he did it. He produced it. And he produced another movie that I really like too, and I want to watch with you and do a review on. I forgot what it was called. I'll look it up and I'll tell you later. Okay. And director Scott Beck and Brian Woods. And this this is the trivia part I was telling you about earlier that they both did um the people, what's his name? Scott Beck and Brian Woods that did Haunt, they did actually Quiet Place one and two. Oh. Yeah, so the trivia was like the filmmaker Scott Beck and Brian Woods wrote. This is true. They wrote the script for Haunt when actually they were writing the same script for Quiet Place 1 and 2 at the same time, not knowing if either film was going to get made. So they were writing Haunt, Quiet Place 1 and 2, all like in different sequences at the same time and not even knowing they were going to get made. They just was just writing them at that moment and they all three of them got made. Wow. It's just this, that Quiet Place, you know, made it mainstream and Haunt, you know, made it to a DVD and streaming. But they both, that's what they were doing. They did three films basically at one time. Oh, that's awesome. Talk about stress and, and talk about stress. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do a fucking post without stressing. Imagine doing three, fighting for three different films, have a nervous breakdown. Hey, and honestly, all three of them, I, I think they're all fantastic movies too. Exactly. Writing three films at once, basically just hopping from one film to another with ideas and then they're all being really good films. That's talent. Yeah, I, it's, absolutely. <laughs> so to come to the end of this, what do you, let me start with the dislikes. What do you dislike about this movie? Um, I really don't have too, too much I disliked about it. I think... I, f- I feel like there was a few scenes where they could have maybe had more in mm. by that I kind of mean like the characters got away too easy. I got what you're saying. I know what you mean. 
so I feel like they could have, you know, there could have been, like, they had perfect opportunities just to, like, throw some oomph up in there. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. But, I mean, honestly, that that's it. I still think it was a great movie with the plot, like, even being something that, you know, we continuously see being made. I I thought it was great. There was nothing, like, you know, new to it like new twists or anything but again you know the atmosphere and everything i think it really pulled into its own and the ending was definitely you know badass yes i totally agree like for my dislikes i just honestly i can't really honestly think of really anything bad except that to me like they could do more with the character development yeah and so you know you get a better feeling of the people that you, that you get more connection. So when they, when or if they did die, you get that feeling like you know how you watch a movie, one of those like those thriller movies or drama movies, and you get they build into the character, and then mm-hmm. if something happens to them, you're like fuck, or you get that feeling in your stomach. Yeah. Sometimes I think horror movies need to do that a little bit more so you connect it with the characters, so you can get that more emotional attached to it. Yeah, that I, I agree with you definitely. Yeah, a lot of horror, they just speed through the characters and just get straight to the, the situation, which I like because I got, like I said, a short attention span. But <laughs> sometimes, like, you do want to feel for the characters, or, or sometimes you want to build on that character that you hate, and they, you hate that character because he's just a dickhead or she's mm-hmm. just a bitch. And then when they die, you're just happy they died. And then you want that character, like, damn, I hope they, and then you got that character, like, damn, I wish they didn't die because you felt bad for them because they had a fucked up past or whatever. And then you got that. Um, the hero or the the screen queen, might you say, and then they survive and you like they've been through a lot and you just root for them to to live. And so it's like sometimes you don't get that feeling from certain horror movies and until they build up the characters. So sometimes I think they should build up characters, especially if you want that feeling of connection. Yeah. I'm with you hundred percent. So what are your likes? Honestly, it's just everything came together so well for especially a Halloween movie, a Halloween horror movie. They nailed it with the atmosphere, the costumes, uh, the cast of course did fantastic. You know, the kills were realistic, which I love seeing some realistic kills. Um, That's always a nice kind of refreshing thing where it's not like over the top, but still like, shit <laughs> so yeah i mean that that's basically it. it it was really well done they kept the tension going uh the story acting you know what about you well i don't even have to repeat i don't even have to actually say anything because whatever you said i just <laughs> I said the same that would just be repeating what you just said so Whatever she said, that's how I feel. Like I like I love the atmosphere. I love some of the kills, especially the pitchfork kill. I love the darkness in, of the movie, the creepiness. I love the mask and the the real faces of the of the evil guys. I love like just the whole haunt setup of it. I like how they set it up, and I like just like the atmosphere of like the haunt, like the Hellfest and a Bloodfest type. Those are my type of movies. If you're into those movies, you definitely see Haunt. And if you have if you've seen it already, definitely watch it again and put it on your Halloween list. But I loved it. And at a 
five raven wings i give it definitely to me four raven wings what do you give right there with you yes it's it's definitely a, a a good watch a good halloween movie and a good popcorn bear flick to watch and just chill and relax yep snuggle up and just enjoy <laughs> Snuggle up and enjoy <laughs> and, when, and if you do wind up going to a haunt, just remember this shit can really happen. <laughs> I will say though, let me just say, any haunt you go to and they want to take your phones and just take your phone, no, <laughs> yeah. you turn away. <laughs> exactly. I've been to so many haunts in my life. I've been to over twenty or something haunts, but I go at least twice a year, except you know this year. <laughs> And they never needed to take my phone. Like last, like a year, like last year, my friend lost his phone in the haunt, so we had to wait like a half hour to get his phone so they could, the workers could find it. They don't take your phone in any haunt. So in any haunt, they want to take your phone. Use that as a warning sign. Don't be a dumb horror person. Be like, do I run to the road or do I run to the creepy barn? Don't run to the creepy barn. Run to the road. <laughs> So if, they, if somebody wants to take your phone in a haunt or any other situation like that, don't do it. Nobody takes your phone in anything today. So that's a, that's a warning sign. Be smart, folks. <laughs> exactly. You know how much of a hassle of taking everybody's phone and then giving it back at the end? It's just a lot of work. They're not doing that. So mm-hmm. something, something rough if they're taking your phone. So if you don't want to end up on the news, you know what I mean. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but that's it for this Halloween pick, a haunt for Lamia and I. So thanks for joining us. And if you ever want to see what movie we're going to review next or see our post on our Instagram, your handle is what, Lamia? Oh. Weird chick. Weird underscore chick underscore 88. And that's Lamia's handle on Instagram. And mine is Ravens underscore horror. And it's weird that I notice stuff, but when I'm put on myself and I guess Lamia on the spot, it's like it's hard to remember for some reason. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. Because I write this over and over a lot. And then when it's time for me to say it, I, sh- I can't think of it. Yeah, it gives me a brain fart. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> it does. And our and our joint podcast Instagram handle is Har Raven un, Raven Ravens Ravens how Ravens underscore sorry Ravens underscore House underscore of underscore horror. <laughs> yes. On Instagram, come see us. Come see some of our personal life stuff, things we're doing, and pictures of us, pictures of Lamia. She's going to be making some cool stuff that she could sell and for our podcast and for her own personal stuff. Like You can always like message her for if you want something specially branded for yourself, like a cup, a mug, a keychain, or anything with some stuff on it, with some certain kind of sigil or writing from for some kind of horror thing, she could do it for you. You can link up with her and, you know, just contact her, myself, or our podcast page and stuff gets done. So thanks for joining us and listening and stay tuned for more Halloween stuff in the weeks to come. We only got two weeks left for Halloween and 
we're going to try to do some couple of special things coming up in the past next well not past next couple of weeks and yeah. hope y'all are here to join us and thank you Lamia, for joining today and giving a great cast in my opinion so anything you want to say before we head out of here thanks for joining us it's always a pleasure and from her lips to mine thank you <laughs> raving out and i'm gonna do it again my corny for <laughs> anybody that don't know that that cracks me up that's, that's what ravens make that's the noise they make Kaka. And for my followers, and for our followers, you're going to be called the flock. <laughs> I don't call it corny, but I see that everybody has a weird name for them, for their podcast or for their certain thing. And we're going to be just as corny as everybody else. So love it. You're the flock. Anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Bye. Raven and Lamia out. Peace. <laughs>